Test one, two. Page. All right. Here's my intro. I've been working on it for. Oh, we're live. <laughs> Fuck. No, I had it all. Okay. Let me think. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people that are not quite sure how to identify, like Will Reby and the Garcias that are going to get infiltrated by the P- the petersons this week you here's your host the podfather with my co-host mr Ber- benjamin washnick also known as beetlejuice ben how are you doing this week <laughs> not too bad not too bad beach that was Appreciate really stumbly i mean god damn it we got to get like yeah, a more mainstream app that we can just do this live but whatever <laughs> Hey, I think honestly, it's kind of like a like a car wreck. It's one of those things that you, doing it kind of makes you want to throw up, but you really can't take your eyes away. So I no, think and gonna... you know what? The funny part is, is like I thought that after we posted this uh, this you know very early and often podcast that we'd have all kinds of views and or listens. When I opened up the anchor, we only had nine listens from last week's podcast. You know, well, we can't even get a hundred percent, you know, like, and I know I listened to it more than once. You probably <laughs> did too. Had Justine listen. We have like yeah. fucking Will, Joe, and probably, uh, is it Mo or Ow now? I don't know. But we only have like fucking three people listening. So it's just basically me and you talking to each other. Yeah, pretty much, which is fine. I um, I actually told Justine to send out a uh, send out the episode just over her her apply to all uh, send to all employees at work and then yeah. that must have not worked so they must have not been interested in what's going on in the nail league and the happenings um, yeah probably got kicked back it top, yeah. so this is really change the topic getting political again because that's what i do just because of all the snowflakes on here but so i was delivering beans to a elevator it's called crystal valley here in southern minnesota the network was shut down on sunday yeah, believe it or not, Nate, people work on Sundays, government worker. But um, so I was working on a Sunday. Network was shut down, did everything by paper copy. Uh, 10,000 bushel of beans, which to layman's terms is like $150,000. That was just like a third grader was writing these tickets out. It was fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And it came to, uh, I came to find out today that a co-op in Iowa which is like a grain elevator they got hacked and it's a ransom hack and they're holding them for 4.9 million dollars to let them back in it's a cyber crime Crystal Valley got hacked as well and that's why we didn't weren't able to deliver our beans how fucked up is that being in the tech world you'd be shocked at how commonly that happens um, I just, actually, my mind was blown. But anyway, we're yeah. not here to talk about soybeans. We're not here to talk about Nate not working on Sundays. We're here to talk about <laughs> fantasy football. Woj, what a massive, massive fucking week that we just had. Um, let's recap it. Give, give yeah. me a rundown of what happened. I think it was the Toyota Toyota blowout week. Just an absolute shit kicking um, kind of across the board really really wasn't the only relatively close contest was um, 
there was a stretch there on Sunday night where it looked like vertical smiles were going to get back into the game when Mahomes was going nuts in the first half um, with Musk up. But even that barely, barely uh, snuck inside 10. Other than that, um, RBGs, after just a pitiful week one performance, absolutely cock slapped the cock meets. Um, beat him by 76 and a half points. Pretty bad um, by the cock meets. It, it looks more like puss flat meets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely flaccid for sure. Um, and I mean, I was stroking Kernoff all last week, and and look at him. He's 0 and 2. He's only one of the only two teams at 0 and 2. And I mean, he didn't have a look coming into Monday night, but Aaron Jones really, really turned the knife uh, in his back there. Um, other than that, it was good to see Island Misfit um, toys or players or whatever the hell that team name is um, kind of get off the Schneid, uh, Schneid that's been going on for about five years now. Um, I mean, there's no better team to do that against than the Green Bulls. Oh and, fuck! They only they only dropped eighty two. Yeah, I, Green Bull. I I told you. I mean, I wasn't lying when I said last week that that's just a pitiful um, excuse for an a, a assembly of a team. Um, but yeah, it, not a ton of drama. Um, week two. Um, hopefully, better things in store for week one for week three. Yeah, week three. Well, and the funny part is, like you talk about pitiful scores, and I think uh, Juno was alluding to this earlier. What is the lowest score of the league? Because he was asking, did anybody ever score like 50? And I'm sure I did. I mean, at some point, like I didn't have, I didn't have squat up until this year. It's the year of the pod, father. But like this year, I'm good. But in previous years, I had atrocious teams. But Jesus take the wheel at 71 points. Holy yeah. Moses. Not to play a, a biblical term um, pun there, but. My God, he's got Trey Sermon on the team, and <laughs> not to play a biblical term, but this team is going to hell. Yeah, Jesus take the wheel, as as he is now officially referred to as. Um, there, there was a stretch there on uh, on, on Sunday mid afternoon when I would the only player I had or you know, team member I had going was uh, was the Patriots defense, and they were pretty handily outscoring six of Will's starters. Including the aforementioned uh, Trey Sermon. Oh, my God. I mean, could you imagine being Jesus Take the Wheel, having Trey Sermon on your team, and actually, huh, I, I'm, we're just going to leave it at that, because I know that half of you guys have, like, a bronze statue that you go to bed and tap on the head and think that you're safe, so we'll just leave it at that. Now, would you... We have been talking about like just the the week and just in general. Let's go. We got a new segment here that we're just going to introduce, just a, a spinoff on, on Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football, excuse me. Of come on, man, Woj, are you leading this or am I? I, I think you know, Beach. Since it's your segment, why don't you start out here with the first come on, man? All right. Well. It's pretty easy to pick on this one because clearly in need of counseling is two and all, but they are two and all. They're one it, of the, one of the few two and O's. They're one of two, two and O's and he's only had 160 points against like <laughs> I'm ripping on Will for only dropping 71 and whoever he played only dropped 89. Who, who'd you beat week one? 
the Riverboat Gamblers, the team currently actually in third place. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So team second in the Yahoo Power Rankings in need of counseling. Come on, man. Beat somebody with some gusto. I, I have I don't have much to say about that, BJ. It, it, it's been a fortuitous first two weeks. Um, I, I think this week we, we might see a little different little different story. But uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be one that's going to be complaining. I can I can assure you of that. Um, but in you terms got of the four. next, yeah, in terms of the next, come on, man. I'm gonna, I'm just going to go with Big Panda being being two and zero. Coming off two back to back runner up finishes. Um, if we know anything about Nate, uh, finishing has always been a problem for him. Um, <laughs> so actually, I, I got to add to this story. I remember uh, Gina back in college. She was staying at uh, in my room, which unlucky for Nate and unlucky for me. We had conjoining rooms. Um, he got the last draw, which it, there's still debate on that. But we came home and Gina and I went to bed. Uh, I had, you know, we we had a great night. And next thing you know, Nate and Caitlin came in and he beat the paint off the wall. <laughs> and Gina turned to me and goes, is that Nate and Caitlin? I go, yeah. She goes, oh, my God, poor girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> I am blushing right now, Beach. I didn't I never heard that story. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a great story. It's great. Great for the league to hear. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Was, it, was that the night that you puked, puked through your garbage can that was mesh? No, it was not. Okay. But that was that okay. Part, especially when I put in the uh, in the shower and didn't wake up and Nate had a final in that morning, went to take a shower and found the remnants. But anyway, poor Nate. <laughs> I actually feel bad for him. But uh, Yeah, so I, I guess my number four, come on, man, is Nate just kind of picking up where he left off. Um, being 2-0, um, he's been an afterthought for a while, but he, I don't think he really should be at this juncture. Um, you know, I, I got him number one in my power rankings. Um, all right, all right, I can take that. So it's me for number three, and come on, man. And I got to go with my main man, Junebug. He might be a slap hitter in the fairway, but you know what? He really, really, really delayed his Facebook post of this girl that he's been with until this week. That's like, what, two years? Like, this is getting serious, man. But I'm just going to say, William Jr. Reby, come on, man. You've been together for damn near two years and you licked her butthole. And it finally took (laughs) you this long to post a Facebook picture? My God. Well, at least he didn't um, post a picture of him licking the butthole. That, that would have been a little bit more uncomfortable. Well, maybe on Reddit he he does. I don't know. Does Will have a Reddit? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That seems more appropriate. But anyway, we're on yeah. to number two. I can't believe that's right. number one, but it's number two. <laughs> number two, I, I, I'm going to say is is the the Elijah fiasco. Oh, um, fuck. With, with with somehow our our fearless uh, leader Mao or Ao after that beating he took last week. No, it's it's Mo Bamba Biden. Oh, Mo, that's right, Mo Bamba. Um, it just it seems to always get either the exact dollar amount he needs or one above what he needs to be able to to get the player um, 
that is the flavor of the week. I believe it happened with Justin Jefferson last year. We all see how that turned out. Um, obviously, not, not an eccentric start from Elijah last week, but still, um, the precedent. Yeah, the precedent has been set here um, for the well, league. It's, car- it's karma. I mean, karma really is finally going to catch up with Mobaba. It really is. It, it has to. So I'm going to give Mal a big, come on, man. I like that. I like that. Well, we're going to wrap up this segment with the number one, come on, man, in the entire league. And it is drafting Trey Sermon for the religious man, Will Jr. Reby. Trey Sermon, one carry, one fumble, and one concussion. And we'll be back after you guys let that one sink in. And we're back. Cal, thank you for the great tips from um, that recent commercial. You know, just remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Now, Woj, OJ, Beetlejuice, my main man, the bowler. Are you lefty or righty? I'm a lefty. That actually helps. If you know anything about bowling, it helps because pretty much everybody else is righty and they're just pushing the oil down the lane. Oh, I usually yeah. got a pretty. I guess you usually got a pretty clean side of the lane most most what, nights. What oil do you prefer to use, like vegetable, sesame, uh, a Crisco, just like a nice oh. Crisco oil? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, so we're back, and we are dialed in here on the Nail League. And uh, just to make sure you know, this is the Podfather uh, talking to the Juice. We we really have taken a long time, and I don't think how much time you realize that um, the Juice and I put into just recapping the league, just dialing in on everybody's team, and then putting out, like, just good thoughts, good, clean American thoughts into um, just this podcast. And so we're going to go through the week three matchups and we are actually going to give a projection and then we're going to end up with the pow, 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 power rankings. So, well, the juice, I keep calling mm-hmm. you Woj and I, I think that's inappropriate at this point. Beetlejuice, what are we going to start with? You give me the team, you give me your synopsis for the week, and let's start with, like, the best matchup. So, let her rip. I mean, if we're talking best matchup here, I think it's it's pretty obvious one versus two. Um, Consoles, Big Panda, only two undefeated teams in the league. Um, A lot riding on this. Um, Whoever wins this is going to really push themselves in in a good spot for making the playoffs. Um, if you look at projections, Big Panda has, has a slight edge. Not surprising. Um, Najee Harris really had a kind of a, his, his rookie breakout last week. Um, DeAndre Swift looked, looked, looked pretty good on on, uh, on Monday night. Um, the rest of it's kind of kind of patched together. Um, obviously, Kelsey is just, just an absolute animal, but I think the, the real kind of creme de la creme of this team is the fact that he has Kyler Murray, who is just the most dynamic player in fantasy football. They rely on him to do absolutely everything. That defense, after kind of a good performance against the Tits in week one, looked absolutely ran, ransacked 
in week two against a shitty Vikings team. And he's just doing it hey, all. He's fuck you. It. He's throwing it. He's running it. He's throwing it. He's doing whatever he can. Um, but I think it should be relatively close. Um, Consoles kind of need need a little bit more out of their wide receiver production outside of Lockett. Uh, Ridley and, and A.J. Brown have been kind of weak. Um, that second running back spot's still a really big hole for them. And then, and then they need a nice little bounce back um, from Dak. I will say it will be the Consoles in a close one. What's your suggestion, Beach? I mean, so I'm looking at Big Panda, and I think one of the underlying themes for his team is how good Michael Pittman Jr. is. That guy, I mean, when he came out of USC, loved him, loved the draft pick. The only reason he isn't a top 20 wide receiver, top 15 even, is because of the instability at uh, at quarterback at with uh, Indianapolis. I mean, clearly Carson Wentz is there. Um, well, Carson like, Wentz has, did you see this week? Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles. I don't even know how that's possible. I mean, yeah. I it, Michael Pittman Jr. is a fucking thoroughbred. Like, we talk about horses and ponies and mules. He's a thoroughbred. He's a great, great wide receiver. I think he, I mean, last week, uh, he had a great week. I don't know what his point total was, probably around like that 16 mark. Um, comparing against PPR league, he's like 20. I, I like Michael Pittman Jr. I think he was a seal of the draft, the sod maybe. Um, I think he's going to have a great year as long as somebody's going to be able to throw him the ball. I, you know, honestly, I think that the the consoles are, have been leaning really hard on Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, he's a great player. Uh, I just don't have confidence that he's going to continue to sustain the level of dominance he has. I I think this is a crapshoot. I think it's a, actually a really low-scoring game. And I'm, I'm going to give the lean to the Pandas because of Kyler Murray, Najee, Travis Kelsey, and Pittman. That's my lean. That's fair. That's fair. Let's, let's quickly move on to the least intriguing matchup of the weekend. The Cockmates or the Flaccid Meats um, against Jesus Take the Wheel, led by previously mentioned Trey, Trey Sermon. I mean, this one on paper is ugly. This is, this. I mean, it could get ugly early. I think Mal kind of needs this right now. Um, kind of needs to get back on track, but... BJ, I, I, I hear cans rustling in the background. I assume those are LaCroix. Um... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Take Will has a good receiving core. Other than that, I mean, it, it, it's the, the running backs are, are equal, equal, equally as awful as what you're seeing um, from the Green Bulls. And Jarvis Landry in the flex. I mean, he'll probably have, he's on IR, so you can have to move, change that. I mean, Will, come on, keep your shit up to date so you can make it easy on, on, on the podcast host. Um, for Mal, not a ton to be excited about outside of Cooper Cup. I think Joe Burrow threw three um, straight interceptions on Sunday. Like three like three straight passes were intercepted, which is really hard to do. Um, nice to see Elijah Mitchell in the I thought you were keeping this brief. Sorry. <laughs> after <laughs> nice to see Elijah Mitchell in the lineup after he stole them um, from the rest of the league. So, I mean, I, I got the meets, but... It, I mean, it's not because they're any good. It's because they're not going to go up against much of, a, much of a fight. I got Arby's as well. We got the meats. All right. So what do you got for next game? 
the next one um, we'll move right down um, the line here uh, with KFT against Muscup. I think this this matchup looked a little bit better on uh, about two weeks ago, but I think this is the week that KFT. Like I said, I've been stroking them off all um, all season. He, he finally gets going. I, uh, I, I don't really have any expertise as to why that's going to happen. Um, I I just think he has to get off his uh, has to get off the mattress. Otherwise, he's going to be looking at zero and three and probably a missed playoff spot. I'm actually going to go with the alternative. I think Musk Up is set up to be successful. Uh, and the reason I say that is because he's got Russell Wilson going to Minnesota. Russell Wilson typically dominates the Vikings. He just yeah, he just he does. Looked, he, he just you saw like the, the, the overtime of that Tits game. He looked like just kind of did not look himself. I don't know. It was weird. It kind of threw me off a little bit. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I mean, I just – it's Russell against the Vikings. Um and DK Metcalf is obviously a receiver for them. I, I think he has a little bit of a come out game. And I, I I just don't think the Vikings can slow anybody down. And and so they got to score a lot of points. And he's got Delvin. So, uh, you yeah, know, just, just looking at it, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Because I think Kern's got a great team. He's just bad luck going against Musk week three being 0 2. So next. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that that uh, Musk has Young Hu Ku, who's my favorite player in the league. So actually, I'm going to switch my pick to Musk. You know, you're a follower, not a leader. Go ahead. All right, uh, next one here. PC Will Reby, Allen, a misfit players. Surprisingly close with the projection. Uh, Lamar looked great on Sunday night. Godwin, I mean that. Jeez, that, that that Bucks offense is rolling. Zeke yes. looks. The problem is, I guess Zeke looks to be the. Um, second best running back on his team. Will Fuller's back by Miami. What's going on at quarterback there? Um, CEH is garbage. It's pretty much, this team is strictly Lamar, Godwin, and Gronk. Um, I'm going to go I'm going to go with PC Glorieby. Um, Stafford, Woods, Thielen. Thielen's been great this year. Mixon's been good. Um, and then JT's been getting in the end zone too. So I got uh, PC Glorieby um, pretty, pretty sizably. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with anything you just said which is surprising out of me so on to the next one all right as we round it out here last two uh, rbgs v smiles i've been a pretty big fan of the v smiles this year um rbgs are, are kind of a one-man kind of a one-man wrecking crew derrick henry's going to get stuffed three times at the goal line they're not going to win if he's going to put up 200 yards and like three touchdowns they're going to win pretty much every week so as the rbgs go um goes derrick henry so home for indy i could see him getting loose and also expect josh allen to kind of bounce back too he hasn't really had a great start to the season so i will take the rbgs uh give me him by five well, you can have them for as many as you want to. Um, you know, looking at the vertical smiles, I just think there's too many holes at that wide receiver position. I think he was chasing. You can tell on his roster, he drafted Michael Thomas late, who's on IR. I don't even know, understand his situation. But, like, you look at that team and you go, I like everything. And then all of a sudden you see the wide receiver core and you go, what is this a an 18 team league like they're bad like i just 
there's nothing yeah. about that wide receiver core that you go, what did you draft? Did you start drafting wide receivers in, in round seven? And maybe he did, but it's yeah. not well, I good. Mean, yeah. Deontay's hurt every single week. I mean, he has yes. incredible talent, but he's hurt every week. Nobody can get the ball to Allen Robinson whatsoever. I mean, and then he's also starting Sterling Shepard. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, with the Riverboat Gamblers, all of a sudden, Scary Terry McLaurin, he's a beast. He might be top five wide receiver yeah. by the end of the year. With, he just with somebody getting the ball. With Heineke. I mean, like, Taylor Heineke, he was a bat, He was a third stringer in Minnesota, and the only reason he got cut is because he broke, a, broke his leg trying to kick a door in, like, partying on third street like just a fucking complete moron and he's more oh, athletic actually, i love that I, I actually it makes me like him a lot more no he's awesome he he's absolutely awesome but he just i don't know is what what terry mclaurin is doing is unprecedented he's a fantastic player i i like i like the rbgs as well i just think the depth of the team is is really good yeah okay i would bet that I would bet that what he's doing is probably pretty precedented, but continue. <laughs> so, um, so we got the, the the last matchup, which on paper um, is is one that we probably could have just ranked last because everyone knows my opinions of, of the Green Bay Packers. But today, um, there was a, a little uh, increase in intrigue as uh, this has now become a cash game. Between the Podfather and the Green Bull Packers. So no, you have to one. pronounce Podfather when you say that. You can't just say Podfather. It's the Podfather. Sorry. Between the Podfather and the Green Bull Packers. Um, this will be a $300 cash game. Um, no points are given. This is head to head. So if, if you're feeling down about your team losing um, this upcoming Sunday afternoon, um, kind of tune into this one. The, the, the intrigue has certainly increased. Um, I mean, Green Bowl is already paying 150 for their entry fee, 150 for Mao's entry fee, um, and now let's say it's going to be 300 to Beach too. So that's that's a tough 600 around the chin for for, for just a just a absolute dog shit Green Bowl team. Um, I do have to give myself a little slap on the back. I think one of the best draft picks in the entire league is Marvin Jones Jr. And the only reason I picked him so late in the draft is I saw a meaningless preseason game for the Jaguars. Marvin Jones Jr., if you're if you're in any other league and you don't have him, go get him. He's going to be a fantastic fantasy player this year. Pro- I mean, may- other than if he gets hurt. And I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want to jinx him. But I think he's going to be a top 15 wide receiver. I think he is excellent. He's great with Detroit. He he's got Trevor Lawrence, which um, usually rookie quarterbacks glue in on guys that they kind of get a feel for. I think he's going to be great. Aaron Jones kind of came into his own. He's going against San Francisco, which makes me nervous. I it's going to be really fun. I can't wait for the podcast next week to tell you guys how fucking stupidly I spend Garces three hundred. <laughs> And the funny part is, is Gars was like getting super, super aggressive. So we got this other texturing that we talk about gambling and sports. And Gars is like bad mouth in me, bad mouth in the Midwest. I might take it this a little bit far. Talking to me, talking yep. to me about how yep. like the the Scandinavian people, the the Norse yep. people. 
just aren't quite as like tough as the Puerto Ricans because the Puerto Ricans who came in and and infiltrated belters in Marathon County, Wisconsin. Well, let me fucking tell you, Mr. Garcia, you're running into a buzzsaw. And I don't know if you're from Puerto Rico or Cuban, but we're not Cuba, but we're not stopping. We're going to take your money and we're going to buy stupid shit with it. That sounded like a wrestling promo cut. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm trying my best. All right. So we're going to wrap this up and we're going to go to our last segment, which is going to be a huge waste of time for the other people that haven't listened to our previous podcast and maybe just think this whole podcast is a waste of time. This is for you. So we'll be right back. got to interrupt this broadcast as a public service announcement. There is a 5'8 white male with pattern balding, same individual that was exposing himself last week. Um, We have seen this individual not only exposing himself in the local pumpkin patch, uh, but also fornicating with gourds and um, looks to be uh, stealing pumpkins as well. Uh, if you see someone that has uh, um, green slime around his taint and uh, has pattern baldness, please report him. Again, 5'8", pattern baldness, um, not very athletic, fornicating with gourds and stealing pumpkins. Please contact your local police department around the Milwaukee area. Again, this is a serious matter. Please take it with all seriousness. Thank you. You'd think they'd catch that patterned bald guy by now, but they still haven't. But all right, we're back. The juice. We are on to our last meaningless segment because, well, let's be honest, I'm out of beer and it's Tuesday. I played my fall golf league and I'm right at 12 bush lights, which means I'm going to sleep good. So, um, we are going to actually do something a little bit different. We're not going to compare you guys to fair foods like corn dog, Will Jr. EB, or uh, milk from the Dairy Princess, Willie or uh, Woj. We're actually going to compare in our brief league history the teams that most accurately represent Big Ten teams. And since we have the two Actually, I would say, I don't think it's too far aligned, Woj, to say that we're the greatest Big Ten football minds out of our friend group, maybe in the Midwest. We'll let it rip. I would agree with that. Do you want, do you want to start at the bottom of the, uh, the standings and kind of move upwards? I think that sounds like a great idea. So why don't you throw a, a team, and I'll give you my first um, first comparison. All right, so we'll start uh, firmly in last place with uh, Jesus Take the Wheel, Will Reby. Mm. Can you give me uh, – I'm struggling here on the website. Can you give me the league history of – so I was bitching to Woj about this or the Juice about not being able to navigate Yahoo's 
site very well. Where do you go for the uh, standings? Because I just want to click on his name and be able to to look at what his um, career winning percentage is. Oh, I, th- I think you just click on his team, and I think it, it should be at the top. God, I'm fucking so dumb. Well, I'm going to say that Will is usually relatively competitive, but meaningless. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody really gives a shit about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan State, he's a Spartan. That, that's great. I actually really like that. Um, I think that's pretty much spot on. All right. So next I will pick K. FT current football team um, kind of lived in obscurity for, for the longest time. Uh, last year got a title, although the team I'm comparing him with did not get a title last year, but they kind of rose from the depths of, of, of obscurity as well. I'm going to compare to KFT to the Indiana Hoosiers. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. So me, I'm up with the green bowl Packers. Oh, and I got, I got one here if, if you can't think of it, but go ahead. No, you take it. If you got one, I had one in mind, but you go with it. We, we might have the same one here. Okay, let, let's it's... just say it on three. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. In Nebraska. Illinois. Okay. I, I can go agree on. with both. I, th- I think you just hear so much about the Green Bowl Packers, and they are fucking bad all the time. And you hear so much about them, and their fans stink. And you know, like you just hear so much about them, but they really don't matter. It just reminds me of Nebraska. I actually can get behind that. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. I, the only reason I think about Illinois is when they had Rashad Mendenhall, and they had that one team. Because didn't Green Bowl win it one year? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and so so they did win the Big Ten. Nebraska's never won the Big Ten, right? They went to the Big Ten title game. Oh, okay. And, and Illinois did the Rashad Mendenhall thing before the combination. Yeah. Juice Williams. Yeah. All right. Let's go let's go with let's go with Nebraska. Fair enough. All right. The oh. Island of Misfit players, that's me. I think this one's extremely easy. I mean it, it says it in his name. I don't think Rutgers belongs in the Big Ten. And, I, I mean, their best years were before being in the league. I just think the Island of Misfit players, is they're definitely Rutgers. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, BJ. I think you hit that one square in the head. So we're moving up to the vertical smiles. Vertical smiles. See, I, I'm thinking about this one. I think I, I think I am going to go with, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with, with the Penn State and the Lions. Um, vertical smiles, I think I made the playoffs pretty regularly. I would say like at least four of the past six or three of the past five. Um, Penn, Penn State kind of always around. Yep. Um, always been good. Um, I, I think like the, the parallels between um, child rape are also there. Ooh. So. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah. So I, I would say Penn State. The fucking Sanduskies. Ooh, that's, that's aggressive. Um, so I got Musk. I mean, <laughs> fuck. 
it's pretty clear pretty when you click on his name, he's dominant. And let's be honest, Ohio State's been dominant forever. Um, yeah, he is a Buckeye. Fucking sucks to say it. I, the Buckeyes are actually a really cool team, in my opinion. I, I don't hate them. Like, there's a lot of Big Ten teams that I really despise, like Iowa, Wisconsin. But I don't – I grew up not hating Ohio State. I cheered for them when they played uh, Miami. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm talking right now, but Musk up's Ohio State. So, where did the cock meets? I'm deciding between two here, Beach. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. Um, st- still Rival. You know, still get a lot – Yep, rival, rival. We got that Greenfield rivalry right there with Ohio State. Um, pretty much get their their dicks kicked in every time that rivalry happens. Um, still get a lot of publicity. Alumni fans still think that they matter. Coach is an absolute moron. Um, you know, and everything is really, really parallel there. Yeah. No, that's that's actually a really, really good comparison. Um, PC will rebe. I'm actually gonna go with the Wisconsin Badgers. And the only reason I'm going with this is because when he first came into the league first every year, he had Elvin Kamara and he's a good running back and he had a pretty solid team. His win percentage was good. Um, I'm going to just maybe, I mean, that's, I'm giving him a lot of credit because I know you guys really don't like him, but he's a Badger. No, I, I think that's that's fair. He's I believe he's the only one that lives in Madison too. So Ooh, yeah. pretty, All right. pretty parallel there. And I I mean, no offense, Wade. You just took money off of me or a case of beer for that stupid Gophers Badgers game where I think it was on a um God, I can't remember his name. David Cobb, total rushing yards and he missed it by like a yard because he got taken down for a loss of two. And then got hurt in the third quarter. And I had to buy you a case of Coors Light, which is really an oxymoron that you're from Wisconsin and wanted Coors Light. But anyway, on to the greatest team in the league. The pot. The pot, father. Yeah. So, not a ton left here, Beach, unfortunately. Um, I would probably say that it is. I'm probably going to say you're, you're a goof. Yes. I would say you're Fuck a goof. Yeah. yeah. What a win. I'm going to make you happy. I'm going to make you happy here. Um, I mean, irrelevant literally every single year, except for like that one year when you guys have hosted game day. Yeah. Against Dallas. Well, and, and, and we did win a championship, not in the nail league, but like, ten, like way, way back when. This league wasn't even formed, but we won a championship. So it's kind of like when we had seven championships. Yeah. National yeah. titles. Take that. No. God, yeah, that's I, fucking huge. That's probably what it is the year of the Podfather. We'll probably get like third. It's a huge year. <laughs> All right. We're on the RBGs. Um, golly, the boat gamblers, they're above 500. Um, Ooh, this one's tough. <laughs> Have they won a title? No. 
Have they done anything relevant? Not really. Gosh. I'm going to go with the Purdue Boilermakers. That I was saving them, but yes, no, I think that I think that's good. That, yeah, I think that's pretty solid. I think. I, I, what else do you go with the RBGs? It's the Purdue no, Boilermakers. I, I mean, that's from the West. That's who I'm comparing them against. Yeah, no, I like it. I think All that right. makes sense. He, well, he, he always he always seems to be carried by one good player, kind of like when Purdue he was really good. Kyle Orton, Drew Brees. Like other than that, they're kind of garbage. But if they have that one stud, Mike Allstott. Yep, Mike Allstott, exactly what I was going to say next. David Bell, Rondell Moore. Okay, so you got to go Big Panda because I'm doing you. That's okay. Not uh, literally, but. For Big Panda, um, I'm actually going to be probably a little nicer to him here than I'd like to be. But just due to recent success, um, I'm going to compare him to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, kind of flies underneath the radar nationally because their style is so boring and so white. Um, but been relatively successful. Um, kind of always been the second fiddle to Wisconsin um, in the West. But this year they look you know, top five in the country and, and they've had their spurts and they've been in the mix a couple of times. I believe four or five years ago, um, they were in the Big Ten Championship looking at a playoff berth. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say Big Panda is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Damn. Damn, that's a – yeah. I mean, I I hate the Hawks, but that team is really good this year. And I don't know if I could compare Big Pan to them this year, but, yeah, we'll, we'll let it go. All right, we're last with the consoles. Um, I mean, just so you know, Beetlejuice, you're one of a few teams that are below 500 in your rankings, like yeah. with me. Very well aware. Very well aware. Um, I think, actually, I'm comparing you to Maryland. Like, you have brief spurts of, like, wow, what an electric team. But at the end of the year, you're always just shitty. So, you're... <laughs> You're you're the Terps. That that's fair, Beach. That's fair. That's actually where oh. I was going to go to. I was All actually right, going to see Northwestern, but I haven't had enough success for that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Well, guys, that is your podcast, the podcast from the Juice and the Podfather. Um, just so we make sure that we don't get sniped or something like that we'll just make a call out and and do the pledge of allegiance to the mobamba bot mobamba biden um you're a really below average commissioner and we're going to call it a wrap oj good talking to you good chat with you bud good luck this week yep bye